Good evening, grave robbers, and welcome to the television graveyard. We are your TV necromancers, Lara Prince and Noah Houlihan. We have come here tonight to examine the spirits of past television shows, to find out which ones could be resurrected, should be resurrected, and which ones should just stay doomed. This will be a podcast in which we analyze the history, the hype, and the aftermath of shows that ran only one season, even only one episode. With me, as always, is TV's Noah Houlihan. Before I hit my bunk, I'm going to go meet with my junk. Uh, yeah. That's not even the line. The line is worse. Oh, all right. I, I couldn't remember. I've already tried to block a lot of this show out of my brain. <sighs> this week, I usually we thank the person who suggested a show. Yes. But I would like to personally blame yes. Kate Nix for Angry this. Angry fist shakes towards you, Kate Nix. Uh, this is the 1997 syndicated TV show, Vampires. Vampires. V-A-N hyphen Pires. Yes. They figured out a pun, and then they were like, let's build a whole show around the fact that the word van appears in the word vampires. It's not even. Like, vampires, V-A-M, as in Michael Pyres. This show is V-A-N, as in Neutron. Yeah. Yeah, like, it doesn't appear. Yeah, yeah, well, it sounds a lot like. Ah, the show sucks. they, 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 someone misspelled vampires and was like, whoa, I have a great idea. This so, show is entirely based on puns, and not good ones. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy, does it. Uh, the, the way that uh, this came about is, uh, I was recently talking to Kate Nix, and Kate Nix said, I want to, <laughs> me and my husband have decided that we were going to watch all the Bandai shows? I yeah. Think that's, yeah. We're just going to watch all the Bandai shows, so the people that made like Power Rangers and stuff. And that is how she discovered Vampires. And thus cursed us with having to watch it. Yes. Now, uh, dear listener, I'm going to change things up a little bit here. Usually I'm like, yo, links are below if you want to check it out. Go ahead and watch the first episode. That's all you're going to need. Yeah, we'll wait. What we're going to do is usually we're like, beat by beat, this is what happened in this show. We're not going to do it this time. What's going to happen this time, not because we think this will fit better. This is the only way we're going to get through this. Yeah. Is we will go beat by beat through the first episode. After that, we'll give you a brief summary of the episode and what pissed us off. Yep. <laughs> and that's, that's all you're getting. Let's talk about Van Pyres. So we get an opening. Yes. That explains basically the plot of the show, which is... When a mysterious meteor crashes into a lonely junkyard, derelict vans and cars take on human-like life. The vampires suck the gas from innocent cars to feed their need for speed and drain the planet of all its fuel. They're draining the other cars. Yes. They're not smart enough to go to a refinery. Yeah, nothing like that. even a gas station. No, only other cars. Right. Um, My second note is, and I quote, what the shit? Yeah, that makes sense. 
Uh, usually we have to get way further into a TV show before I say something of that nature. No, immediate profanity. The intro still then okay. shows us that only four teenagers transformed by the media stand between the vampires and a world sucked dry and running on empty. Part team, part car, all hero. The motivators must fight the night to save the day. So check your fear and get in gear. The vampires are here. Four teens are also given powers through this meteor. And they are the savior of the planet against the vampires. Yes. And those are Axel, Snap, Nuke, and the other one. Rev. Rev. You forgot the girl. I forgot. Oh, Rev's the girl. Okay, I apologize. Rev is the only interesting character. So it's real, real bad that I forgot her. That that's the intro that we should we get. Yes. So the first episode is called "Those Who Have the Fuel Shall Rule." All of the episodes are either rhymy or bad movie spoofs. Yeah, those. Who, isn't that from Mad Max? Yeah. Or Dune. Uh, Dune is like the spice. Yeah, that's the spice. You're right. Yeah. So, so we start out in a classroom, and like if you look in the background. They're taking notes on Dracula. Yes! Which is, like, the smartest this TV show gets. Well, this immediately confuses me. Because the opening scene, you see notes for, like, Transylvania and Dracula on the board. Yeah. And meanwhile, you see these four teens, like, pretending that they are driving. Yeah, they're, like, uh, like... Air drumming, but driving. Yeah, they're miming being in a car. And, like, the first guy we see looks 30. Yes. Uh, that's Axel. Axel looks he's 30. handsome. He is, the, he is the white, straight, handsome male lead. He is the leader of the vampire, or the, the teenagers. The yes. vampires are the bad guys. Because the show is named after the bad people. All right, if we're going to bring that up now... <laughs> How stupid is it that the show is named after the bad guys? Yeah, it'd be like if we just called it Decepticons. Yes! And that was the show. Or Yerks. Or, oh, I love the Animorphs. Exactly, but like, why would you do that? They're, the vampires are the enemies. They're called the Motivators, which yeah. I guess wasn't a strong enough pun. I guess not. Versus vampires, but they name it after, can you name another show? Where it's named for the enemies. The Walking Dead. No, because we are the Walking Dead. It's actually supposed to be that they are the Walking Dead because they're soon to be dead. That's the metaphor for the whole show. Oh. The only one I could think of was Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Oh, man. Now, this is a more interesting thing to think about than the <laughs> show. So this is, like, what I want to do so now. So already branding-wise, super stupid. Secondly... We have them, like, airing, driving, and, like, car sounds are, like, playing while they're doing this. So I immediately think, oh, the, we're not, this is not an origin episode. Like, we already saw the intro. We're just assuming that already happened. You're thinking it's in media res. And, yeah, because there's no reason for these people to be acting like cars in the classroom unless they're already superheroes. Yeah, it's very weird. And we also see three more people doing it. Yes. We see kind of a chubby guy. 
Yes. We see a, a black guy. Yes. And a girl. Yes. Because this is uh, 90s diversity. Yes. A handsome guy, a girl, a black guy, and a less attractive white guy. Yes. 90s diversity. 90s diversity, exactly. And so we see uh, the teacher as they leave go... This is ridiculous. Yes. Because, like, first off, this is the first line of dialogue we hear. Yep. And secondly, I'm going to speed read is not a clever insult. Nope. But it said, like, got her. Yeah. And secondly, she's still your teacher. Like, it's not like she can't punish you because the spell of school is broken at 3.30. If you're disrespectful to her on the way out, she's going to be like, no, no, no. Detention. I, I imagine she's given up on that kid's education already. <laughs> I don't blame her. Like, she probably looks at Axel and is like, no, I'm nah. not going to. I'm not even sure this one can read. Yeah. So, we get to a junkyard, and the establishing shot of the junkyard looks like a straight-faced example of the establishing shot from Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Yes! Like, it looks like that, but not supposed to be funny. Yeah. The way the one in Dark Place is. So low rent, so low budget, just bad all around. And we meet a creepy, burned-out hippie called Van Hilsing. Yes. He is called Van Hilsing because he went to a Rolling Stone concert. And Mick Jagger couldn't perform. Right. And they're like, I don't know what we'll do. And then someone said, Van, he'll sing. And thus he sang for the Rolling Stones. I don't buy it. Also, like, um, it's clearly supposed to be a play on the Dracula character Van Helsing. Yeah. In that he's supposed to be an authority and he's supposed to be the mentor and he is ineffective. Yeah, he is he is none of those things. And like 60s music plays whenever he's around. He's got kind of like a Liverpool accent that slips in and out. Yeah. And like he tries to do these like puns where he says lyrics to songs, but he can't sing them. Right. Because then they'll have to pay for them. Mhm. So it's just this character is very strange. Like, off-putting. We don't understand why these four children hang out in his junkyard. Yes. It's very confusing. And I have to ask, who plays Van Helsing? So, comically enough, no one knows. No one knows! Uh, I, this is the only thing, like, I tried so hard to find this, I didn't have time to do any other research. Um... (laughs) Because literally nobody knows. Uh, He's clearly supposed to be a little bit like um, Gary Oldman in Dracula. Yeah. Uh, He's not. But, like, if you're listening to this, you're probably wondering, well, why didn't you look at the credits? It says that Van Helsing is played by himself. Himself. And there is no other information. Yeah, like, I looked. I'm on the IMDb page. I am 
I have looked and they just don't have that information available. Uh, TV Tropes tries to make you think it's Gary Oldman, but it's not. Yeah, there's no way. I it's looked Gary up Oldman. Gary Oldman's IMDb page, and this is like Fifth Element around. Yeah. Of uh, same Adjacent. years. Yeah, it's same years. He did not need this job. Yeah, there's no way. He had and there's time no way he took this job to be Van Hilsen. We established that it is Snap, who is the black character's fifteenth birthday. So he's got one more lap until he can drive. Uh, right. Uh, these four kids are so fixated on cars, like that they spin around to being a little creepy. Yeah. Like, that's literally all four of their main trait. Mm-hmm. And, like, Batman and Robin level puns. Just pump the brakes! Throw yeah. it in reverse! Uh, somebody... Uh, when Van Helsing is dancing, uh, one of the girls said... The, one of the girls. There's only the, one girl. The one. Rev says, get down with your bad self. And the actress visibly corpses midline. Oh, really? I didn't even notice. Yeah, she cracks up midline. Go ahead, Van. Go ahead, Van, with your bad self. You tell it like it is, man. Well, I nailed that set, didn't I? And, like, can't even get to the script. That was the best take they had. So, the UFO, the meteor that we established in the intro, comes and each of the teens takes refuge in a different car. Yeah, as it is crashing. Uh, So... Axel gets, like, a cool car with flames. Yeah. Snap is in a van. Yep. Nuke is in a tow truck. And Rev is in a fire truck. Yeah. So they're all these different cars, and they kind of end up melding with the cars. Yeah, and, like, uh, of course, that... uh, It doesn't have anything to do with their personality. doesn't have anything... Because they don't have any personalities. No, they really don't. Like, they don't even do the very basic Power Rangers, like... Each of them has two or three traits. Like, there's not a smart... Like, in 90s, there was the smart one, the athletic one. The funny one. The girl. The girl. But no, we we get none of that. Like, all I can really tell you... I couldn't tell you any differences between Nuke and Axel. Like, I don't even know why we say Axel's the leader. Because the show clearly wants us to think he is. But... Uh, Rev is the girl, and Snap went to the Disney Channel School of Acting, where he tries to be the loudest person in the scene every time he speaks. It's true. He use he almost has a stutter because he starts most of his lines with like "Look at this." Yeah, it's this very creepy, racist, like almost like jive that doesn't sound natural. He's the yeah. only character who talks a certain way, and it's racist coding. It, to me, it was just like him being loud. <laughs> yeah. I, a lot of his slang is a an older white person trying to write a younger yeah, black little, person. Little, it feels a little Hollywood hustle. Uh, yeah, it feels a little like Hello Fellow Kids. Yes. Like... Yes. That's a reference that people will get, unlike yeah. my reference. Yeah, that I was... I, I went for the meme. Uh, so it's bad. So then... <sighs> yeah, try to, to say what happened. Then we hear some of the junk in the junkyard start singing. Do you hear what I hear? The Christmas Carol. 
going on? That's a great question. And it is a talking toilet. Yes. And a talking toaster. Yes. That sing, do you hear what I hear? And then it brings up the vampires. And it's Trucula? Tracula. Tracula, who is like a big rig truck. Yes. Then there's Cardaver. Who's a hearse. Who's a hearse. Ambula, who is an ambulance. Yep. And Sweet Tooth the ice cream truck. Automaniac. It's Sweet Tooth. It is an ice cream truck with a clown motif. It is 100% just Sweet Tooth. Fair. Uh, and the kids, like, realize they've turned into cars. As you do. They accept this very quickly. Yeah, unlike <laughs> most, even in, like, the Power Rangers, there's a thing where they're like, no, this is, we're not doing this. This is scary. Well, in Power Rangers, it's at least a suit. Yeah. Like, this is, like, hardcore body horror. Yeah. I am now a machine. Yeah, like, the Animorphs, which is the, this is more yeah. analogous to. Um, they have, like, a phase where they're like, this is, no, we're not doing this. This yeah. is really creepy. I don't want to be a pigeon. I mean, this is part of, um, you know, the hero's journey is refusal of the call. Yeah. For my Joseph Campbell super fans out there, uh, the monomyth, refusal of the call is part of the hero's journey. Yes. And uh, so clearly no one who has written this show ever cracked a book. No. They've read the spark notes for Dracula. Have they? (laughs) Or did they look at a cast list? (laughs) Perhaps. Uh, Oh, and there's a dog who's a tricycle. No, there's not. This is a whole thing I'm angry about. Yeah, I... There's a, a tricycle, or it's more of like a big wheel. Yeah. Rolls up. And they're like, is that you, Grease Spot? Grease Spot's turned into a tricycle. There was never a dog. Probably because a an animal actor would have been expensive. And this show was clearly made for less money than I have under this couch. <laughs> you have money under this couch? Shh. So, so there's never a dog, so it's never like, oh no, the dog turned into this. It's a new character that's only established as... Take our word for it, that used to be a dog. Oh no, dog is driving. How (laughs) could this be? be? Um, My next note is, they get over being cars real quick, TBH. Yeah, super (laughs) fast. They're just like, hey, we're cars now. Let's take this for a drive. And then they're just gone. And it's very important that we stress here. When they're kids, it is live action. When they are cars... To call it a cartoon is a little too nice. It is 1997 television syndication computer animation with all of the quality that implies. But, like, here's the thing. I kind of had a feeling of reboot when I was watching this. But it's worse than reboot. Yeah, it's a cheaper... It is worse than Dire Straits Money for Nothing. Yeah. It's... The ugliest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, because Reboot was a couple years before in the night. Like, it was in 1995. Or 1994, yeah. excuse me. And I kind of think they were still using Reboot-era tech. Mm-hmm. And computer animation evolves very, very quickly. I mean, you can see the difference even between Toy Story 1 and Toy Story 2. Yes. Like, clearly. So, like, that kind of animation evolved very quickly. 
And Reboot was also made for a major network because it aired on ABC. Right. Uh, syndicated shows tended to have even less of a budget than network. If, if I can try to paint a picture for our audience, I want you to try to picture Reboot in your brain. And then imagine all the characters are shiny because they're supposed to be metallic and chrome. Right. However, there's no technology to make them reflective. So everything just kind of looks slimy. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best way I can explain it. And also, this is a big like trick in animation. When they're cars, they wear the, their like muffler mm-hmm. or their bumper covers their mouths. So they don't have to animate mouths. Because that's the hardest thing to do. The only character with a moving mouth is Dracula. And all it does is open and close. Like it's a nutcracker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is styled to look kind of like a nutcracker. So they, they have their first fight. Well, I think before they fight, they just fly around and run out of gas. Yes. Because there's the scene where they're like, whoa... We're running out of steam. And they go to a gas station and they they guzzle down some gas. And they're like, we pay our tab. And then they throw money down. Kind of establishing that's what makes them the good guys. Is that they're... They're not stealing gas. Yeah. And they... uh, I had that question, where do they keep the money? They never have money. (laughs) They talk about how they're broke all the time. Probably because in the first couple episodes they spend all their money on gas and they don't have any source of income. So, they ha- Rev fights an ambulance is my next note. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, the vampires and the teenagers then just kind of run into each other. And for some reason there is a sense of duty that they need to stop these monsters that they've just met because what they're doing is wrong. So then they have they, their first fight. They has fight. And then a gypsy cab, which is not the worst pun in this show. Not by a long, it might be the best pun in this show. Because it's a cab styled as a fortune teller. Yes. Um, it's, you know, gypsy's not really a term we use much anymore. No. But the term was gypsy cab, and that's what it would have been in 1997. Yeah. So, my my note literally says, a gypsy cab. Oh, I get it. <laughs> like, typing it out, I understood it. Warns them about the car vampires, and says, like, his name is Dracula. Yes. How she knows this, we don't know. And then gives them a, their first fortune. Right. Don't bother with the father. It's the son you must fear. Yeah. It's a play on words. Because it's the rising sun that is a problem. Because we established that once the sun rises, if they do not get safely back in their, God help me, carfins, um, they can't turn back into people. Yes. They don't die. I, it never happens, so we don't know what will happen. Well, because uh, in another episode, they try to keep a character from getting into their coffin so that they're trapped. Right. So I think that's what's supposed to happen. Um. So then we're back into live action. Yes. And uh, 
they all kind of look at each other and no one says anything. And then Nuke starts to fart and belch because they all have gas. Noah, how do you feel about potty humor? I hate gas humor. I always feel like it's the easiest thing in the world. And like, I can't think of a like a clever fart joke. It's always just, ah, they farted. I was, because I was actually... I just laughed. You did. <laughs> uh, but, like, I can't... I remember I was going to audition for a movie. It was a, a, a zombie movie about uh, a company that goes around killing the zombies. Kind of like, like zombie exterminators just became a profession since the zombie outbreak. Okay. And I was going to audition. I was reading the script. And there was a part where there was like girl comes downstairs pets her dog farts and then she said do you smell that spot it smells good and i was like i'm not auditioning for this Ew, that's... it's the worst and the reason i hate gas humor so much is it is basically the way it gets written into a script is we need a joke here have them fart Like, no one ever writes a good fart joke. It's just like, I don't know, punch this up. We need a part where they laugh. Just have them fart. Sometimes it works, though. Like, sometimes it's just funny. This isn't one of those times. I hate it. Um, So then we get the uh, very forced ending, which is they hold up their hands. It says, Mission Ignition. And their fingers are keys. Yes. And then they give the peace sign for V. For Motor Vader. Yes. As their... V for vampires, probably. As their signal. And they're clearly like, here's our catchphrase. Here's our hand signal. Yes. And then that's the end of the first episode. Yeah. So they're like, you guys are the motivators. And like... We tried to establish something here, but nothing really is established that wasn't established in the opening cinematic, like, slash theme song. Like, to the point where I wish that they had just said, yeah, there's your origin story. Don't ask questions. Here we go. Like, because another, like, big hang-up I have about this is throughout this entire episode... Not every single character's name is mentioned. Yeah. Because, like, I don't... I think there's a moment where someone says, Nuke, come back, or something. And I was like, all right, that's one of their names. Yeah, like... Because <laughs> other than the intro, they do not establish character names. As happens fairly often with these shows, I went and looked it up while yeah. I was taking notes because it was too hard. To just keep writing, like, leader guy, chubby guy, girl. If you took that opening scene where they're in school and they're all, like, pretending to be cars, which is in silence, other than, like, like, no dialogue, and you had a voiceover from the teacher just being like, ugh, look at Nuke again, pretending he's driving, and, oh, it looks like Axel's miles away. They're never going to be anything. Like, just take that moment to give us their names. Yeah, I mean, and they're so out of it. You could just have the teacher outright just talking to the rest of the class. Yeah. Um, 
So, episode two. Okay. So, again, we're just going to blow through these as fast as possible. Because there's so many things that make me angry. Uh, This is the one that starts with a content warning. Oh, my God. (laughs) This made me so mad. The following show is rated V. Very cool. It contains scenes of sheer excitement, intense thrills, radical music. Viewer enjoyment advised. It was... I laughed real hard. Because, like, we had just watched the first episode and I was like, okay, I guess we should strap in. Then this content warning starts and I paused it immediately and went, what the hell was that? Because it says... This episode, or this show is rated R for radical? Yeah, I'm... Or V for very exciting? This program is rated V for sheer excitement, intense thrills, and radical music. Viewer enjoyment advised. Why does this happen? Great question. Because my immediate thought is, when did actual TV ratings show up? Um... Because if this is before TV ratings, this joke doesn't make any sense. Because there's nothing being parodied here. And if this is after TV ratings, this is a spit in the face of TV ratings. Like, oh, you want me to have to say that there's violence in this? Screw you. Uh, so the TV rating system, as far as I know, went into effect on January 1st, 1997, so it was new when the so, show was airing. So they're making fun of the fact that they now have to have a content warning. Yes. And I'm guessing that this was, this got at least a rating of Y7 instead of Y. I imagine Maybe so. even Y7 or 14 or... TVPG. TVPG or TV14. This was uh, not going to be TV14. TVPG, all right, I forgot the ranking system. Maybe even TVPG uh, and they're upset because this is clearly for children. Yeah, so this would have probably been based on the settings. It would be uh, usually TVY7 with the FV content descriptor, which would say fantasy violence. Okay. But it still would have been a kid show. Right. Because usually TVPG implies it's more of an all-ages show. Right. Like your sitcoms are often TVPG. Okay. TV, uh, Y and Y7 are just for kid shows. G, P, G, 14, and M, A are for all ages shows. Okay. Um, and that is uh, a thing I care about more than this show. Yes. This so, is the band one. Yeah, so th- that warning shows up, and basically, the kids want to go to a concert. Van gets them tickets and backstage t- passes to the concert. So they turn into their... Uh, vampire selves or their motivator selves so they can get to the concert quickly because Van, for some reason, didn't give them to the tickets until a half hour before the show. Already, like, nullifying the idea that they need to be in their carfins to stop being motivators. Yep. So they've already destroyed their own premise. Yeah, they just transform at will now. They end up going to this concert. They get on the tour bus for the... The band. Before the band is done. Which means they're missing the concert. This is all really yeah. stupid. And they're hijacking a bus, essentially. They're basically hijacking the bus. Little did they know, 
that Dracula had turned the van into a van or the bus into a vampire. Yep. And now they're trapped inside of it. That's how that works, apparently. Oh, it's incredibly stupid. And this is where I have this realization. Why can they fly? Mm. I could tell you exactly why they can fly. Because it looks cool. Because it's easier to have the sky as a background. Yeah, that makes sense. Because if they're fighting, you could just be like, all right, plain black sky, throw some stars up. Instead of like having to draw a 3D object like That's a true. building. So the first half of these episodes are battles in the sky. Yeah, you're So they right. don't have to draw anything. Yeah, you, that makes sense. There's a great line. And you are so Oh, no, 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 I don't do drugs. Yeah. There's a lot of those kind of lines where you're like, oh, okay. Sure you don't. And this is an actual band that they see. Star? No, it's with not two a real band. It's not a real band? It's not a real band. I thought they were credited as, like, this band. Van Helsing is also credited as himself. This is a good point. Um, <laughs> this is a great argument. So I don't think there there's actors credited as being in the band. Because like part of this episode is a music video. Yeah, it's a, And I was like, oh, this is these people like this is the big break. They're like, we're gonna be on a kids show that's like Power Rangers. We're gonna blow up. I can only find Zane Fix, who's one of the names of the uh one of the people in the band. He's just, he's an artist. I don't think. They're not a real band. The same, yeah. We spend way too much time on their music video for this not to be a real band. Possessed guitar at one point. That's pretty great. Yes, that we do have them fighting a guitar at one point. And at that point, I write, this is my new favorite show. Because it was so stupid, I actually enjoyed it. Well, despite them being vampires, it's really any object. Yeah, that's true. Because it doesn't really even make sense. Like, I don't know why the toilet and the toaster want gasoline. Or the bike. Or the, you know, the dog. The, I, the dog never does anything wrong, so it, we, it doesn't sire Dogs any vehicles. Dogs never do. So, they beat up the van, and then they're fine. Yep. Now, this is where I noticed that they're missing the kind of Power Ranger, we all learn something at the end. Yeah, the little, like, Aesop at the end. Because there's usually, like... The Power Rangers fight Pete and Repeat, which is that two-headed bird. And they can't beat them because they're fighting with each other. And then they realize teamwork's what's important. And they make the two heads of Pete and Repeat fight each other. And that's how they win. None of that ever happens. 
Yeah, they it's, don't learn anything. It's just like, oh, we're being attacked. Oh, we've won. Yeah. The fights are also, like, boring. The fights are boring and they just kind of end. Yeah. Like, there's never a, like, a, oh, they're clearly defeated. It's just kind of like, and we've won. Oh, all right. Did you punch anyone? There's never a plan. There, like, <laughs> it just feels anything. very, very boring. So that's ep- that episode. <laughs> yep. Episode three, which for some reason I just couldn't compute as it happened. This is the military one? Yeah, a few good cars. Okay, so I, this is where I have another realization about this show. Basically, Trucula sires a tank. Yeah. He infects an entire battalion. Yes. According well, to the synopsis. Would well, you remember what the tank's name is? I can see it on here. It's General, General Motors. Motors. <laughs> <sighs> and the idea that Trucula has is, I'm going to sire this tank, make this tank a vampire, and then a tank will kill the motivators. Yep. Which is a decent plan. But I realize that most of the plans of Dracula are, how am I going to kill those motivators? Rather than doing something evil that the motivators would want to stop. At which I, I kind of start getting to this point of like, wait, why are they evil? Like, what, what are they doing that's different <laughs> from the motivators that makes them need to be stopped? What is their threat to humanity? Yeah, and they're not, like, good at anything. It's... It's really stupid. So, in this one, and I'm just gonna blow through this one. Uh, he sires a tank. Yep. He wants them to... He wants him to kill the motivators, but then General Motors gets, like, up on his high horse and yeah. tries to outrank... Dracula. Dracula. And Dracula's like, I ain't having this. And I believe he throws him into a nuclear power plant. Yes. <laughs> that or a volcano. <laughs> yes. Was this also the episode where Axel's sad? Yeah, Axel's sad plays with a, like a tank by oh, himself. Okay. Gang. <laughs> uh, like, if you thought I was upset before, the series of events that go down here make me so angry. Axel is trying to put a motor into a car. Yeah. So he's holding it with a chain. Nuke is helping. And Snap is in the car, like, guiding it down. Then Rev is like, you're not doing this as safely as you should. And Axel's like, we got it. Don't worry. The chain breaks. It's not that it's too heavy. The chain has a fault in it and breaks. An engine falls on Snap's head he hits the ground and screams my ankle yep his ankle is then hurt it's not broken it's not sprained it's not even bruised it just kind of hurts i i was kind of wondering if this was something they had to like loop in later of like they didn't want to have a head injury maybe because snap is in action later yeah. So I guess they didn't want to be like, oh, they sent that kid out with a concussion, huh? I mean, like, they say something like, right, Snap, are you okay to come with us with your ankle? And he's like, ah, it's a little sore. 
It's a little sore. So he's fine. So he's fine. Walk it off. So he's like, ah, my ax- my my ankle hurts a bit. Axel blames himself. No one is mad at him. Yeah. Everyone's like, accidents happen, Axel. And he's like, I'm the worst. I should die. <laughs> then the world starts is in peril from this battalion. Yeah. And he's like, I'll just get someone hurt. So he doesn't go and help his friends. Correct. That's how that works. No one is mad at him. Right. <laughs> no reason to do this. I, I kind of wish we filmed our episodes right now because Noah is like crying. We're three episodes in. Yep. And nothing makes sense. Episode four. So this is the line. Now I'm going to go back to sleep. But before I hit my bunk, I'm going to commune with my junk. Adios, amigos. Hey. Which is worse than what you said. How, who let this be on television? Like, Firefly's iconic line, I'll be in my bunk, is more subtle than this children's show. <laughs> going to commune. With my junk. Uh. So, uh, they are trying to get a permit to destroy the junkyard, but they don't have the paperwork done properly because uh, Van Helsing hasn't been paying the bills. Yes. They're, they're going to make it a sports complex or something. Yeah. So, Which yeah. implies that the land that's on is very valuable. Yeah. So this construction company is coming and trying to destroy the junkyard. But they, it's their kid. This is where kids hang out. Yeah, <laughs> this junkyard has some kind of social value. Yeah, you can't do that. Uh, and then <laughs> Dracula's like, hey, cool, bulldozer. Yeah, because and they decide they're going to leave the construction vehicles there all night with, you know, the tech-savvy kids who are already mad at them. And the guy who runs a junkyard. Yeah. But they actually don't do anything. Instead, Dracula's like, hey, a bulldozer, and makes it a vampire, because they'll kill the motivators. Again, he has no plan other than to kill these teenagers. Yep. So they bite the the bulldozer, and there's also like a wrecking ball of yeah. some sort, which was kind of cool. Yep. It came in like a wrecking ball. Yeah. <laughs> it never hit so hard in love. It never did. It just, all it wanted was to break your walls. I, I, I don't want to do this joke anymore. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we don't have to. Does anything happen? Um, other than Literally, my last note of this episode is, yeah, I bet nothing happens to them. So no. <laughs> they fight. They win. For some reason, they don't get their junkyard destroyed because that some paperwork thing, and they don't get in trouble that all the construction vehicles went missing. Right. And then the episode ends. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. All right. Episode five. I have complaints. Okay. This is the one that starts with them as okay. the cars. Axel says something like, Pack. Yo, track! As for busting your headlights, I guess we're gonna have to take a rain check. 
but next time, us guys will be checking you out permanently. And when us guys do, this girl won't be pulling any punches. Which is like a very 90s kids TV show thing of having your female character get offended by the term guys. Which, I'm going to be honest, I've never seen a woman in the real world do. No, because it's not like he said, ah, you're one of the boys or something like that. Guys, from a like a literary perspective, means a group of people. Yeah, like... <laughs> it does actually not dictate Especially gender. in 1997, that was very much a like gender neutral. Yeah, it's like he said gang. Yeah. <laughs> then like in the next scene, Rev shows up like dressed up. Yeah. And Axel is like a colossal douche canoe. Yeah. What are you? What are you going to a wedding? Yeah, like it's not even clever. He's just gross to her. Yes. And then uh, Rev starts to cry, and like Van tries to comfort her because Van cares. Yes. And then uh, Dracula decides he wants to have sex with Rev. Well, we get this moment where, like, Dracula does something, and and Rev is like, I'm going to prove that I'm just as good as them, and I'm going to beat them on my own. So she gets turned into her motivator vampire thing. Yeah. Goes to fight Dracula. Dracula kidnaps her and decides they're going to get married. Well, they roofie her. Yes, they roofie her. Yeah. And drug her so she's, like, unsure of, like, what is happening. And then they're going to get married. Yeah. And... And then they... The Ambula is jealous because you know how women are. And they establish <laughs> that if Rev doesn't get back by dawn, she will be trapped in her motivator form. Yes. So this is that part of the quote-quote mythology that's very mm-hmm. inconsistent. And then, like, at one point she says, yes, master, and he calls her good girl... And in my notes, I'm like, eh, yeah. this is Fifty Shades of Grey for kids. This is a little gross. This is a little weird. Van decides he's going to intervene because Snap, Nuke, and Axel went to the mall without her. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> because she got upset. So they... This is like Screw a common we're going theme. to the mall. <laughs> well, this is a common theme of, like, one character's upset, so the other three are just like, okay, bye. Yeah. Like, they don't want to deal with their friend's feelings. Mm-hmm. I'll hang out with the fun two while yeah. you're being a party pooper. So then Van decides he's going to drive off to Dracula's lair and uh, go save Rev. Yeah, which causes all these new problems because there's not a cartoon version of Van. So, so- it's shot, quote, quote, cleverly. <laughs> yeah, where, like, it's... He'll be standing... It literally looks like he's standing in front of a television that's showing the show. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, look, I'm in it. Yeah, like, it is very... It reminds me a little bit of a Saturday Night Live sketch, but in an SNL sketch, you get why they're shooting it that way, because it's live and they have to. Right. But it looks like that level of production. Uh, it's, It's very hard to look at. Luckily, the motivators show up. They say, let's go get our girl. Yeah. They, they snap her out of it. By calling her their girl. <laughs> yeah. Th- you don't own her, Dracula. We, we do. do. So they, they use a cross made out of iron 
and they try to invoke the cross thing with the vampires. Oh, it's a tire iron. Yeah, it's like two <laughs> tire irons make a cross. So I wanted to mention that part. And, like, Van's trying to lure a, bra- a brainwashed Rev to the truck. And, but the boys refuse to leave her. Right. And then, like, Van's like, I'll try to do this, save yourselves. Because the sun's starting to rise. So then, uh, Ambula nearly kills Van after the other motivators leave for their carfins. And when Ambula almost kills Van, Rev kind of, like, snaps out of it. Yeah. The other three get to their carfins just in time, and then there's, like, sad music, because we think Rev didn't make it. Yeah. And then Van drives back, uh, Van drives her carfin back, and you see Rev still sleeping, all dressed up with very 90s makeup. Yes. And that's when Axel says she's pretty. It's Van! Van, what happened? Where's Rev? <sighs> sleeping lady on board. She made it. Yeah, I told y'all she'd make it. She looks real pretty, doesn't she? And then she smiles in her sleep. Yes. So, the the <sighs> list of problems here is, what what lesson are we learning here? Women is are it, be to women are to be objectified at all times. Because we we don't learn. Like, like we learn that women need the help of men to be to be heroes. She thought she could do it on her own, but she didn't. She needed her male friends. Women should be valued for their beauty. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here, guys? You can't you can't be platonically friends with a woman without telling her she's pretty. Yeah. Like, like oh, there's so many just like confusing things here. Yeah. So eventually, Axel learns to value Rev for her looks, and Rev learns that she needs the support of her male friends in order to be a good motivator. And then that episode ends. Uh, Let's bring this up. Every episode ends with a terrible song. Yeah, John Entwistle of The Who wrote the music. Entwistle? Yes. Uh, He's also a pun? Oh. Oh no! And and I know I can't include the clips because right. they're songs, but every credit is just some weird car song that is not really related. No, it's like a vaguely related pun. Yeah. Oh, it's it's real, not good. But again, give it a listen on your own time because I can't include it here. Episode five. <laughs> Is that where we are? Six. Six. Tailpipes from the Crypt. Okay. This is the remember. one with the muffler monster. Oh, that's right. So we learn that also parts of cars can become evil. Yes. Not whole cars, but just parts of it. So we get like a muffler snake. Yeah. And they defeat it. And then they, uh, the... Motorvators and Van solve the money issues from the previous couple episodes by selling everybody's stolen mufflers back to them. That's right! Because, you know, these are the good guys. Yeah, basically the snake monster of mufflers keeps stealing the mufflers out of other people's to cars. Get bigger and bigger, to get like, bigger and bigger. Like the phone game snake. Yeah, exactly. And then, since everyone's missing their mufflers, 
uh, they have to go to this junkyard to buy mufflers because they happen to have a bunch. Um, I'm not a car guy. I'm not. Do you know what a muffler does? Makes the car quieter? Yeah, it muffles sounds. Yeah. Which means your car works without one. Yep. So the fact that there's just rows of cars that are inoperable is bullcrap. Yep. <laughs> what is... Why don't you... you do, oh! You gotta know stuff about cars that you show! Stop making puns and read a book! Okay, so speaking of puns... No! I didn't um, mean to invoke them! So, we we watched Vampires on YouTube, and I literally just realized the user whose playlist showed vampires is named Carmen Van Morrison. Yeah, did you not know that? <laughs> no, I didn't notice. Uh, it's, he, I mean, this user does a great job. He puts an official synopsis at the bottom of every episode. And some trivia. Oh. Like. Do you got some trivia for us? Uh, Van Morrison? The actor who plays Snap is close friends with German director Yu Boll and has been in many of his movies. Oh. Oh. Oh, he was in Postal. Guys, I wish you could see Noah's face right now. Oh, I... Noah, Noah went through 30 different emotions just then. I, I believe... I, I, I could be wrong. Uh, the, the actor who plays Snap is in Postal. There's a moment in Postal. It is my favorite part of this very bad movie. And if it's like a pretty good representation of what that game is. Okay. Where it's like very like insane violence going on, stuff like that. Where the postal dude has like a team of people and he's like giving them all like instructions. And I believe the guy who plays Snap is standing there pretending to hold a gun. Because for some reason they didn't have a prop for him. Yeah, uh, there's... He's not credited, but he might also just be like an extra... Uh, if he's not like a named character, if if ten people in the comments say that they want a postal episode, we'll do a postal episode on Stay Doomed because I own that movie. Oh, and we'll see how far Lara gets into it before she's like, "Shut this off." Probably not far. So this is the climate change episode, episode seven. Yes. I have some stuff to say here. All right. The vampires want to freeze the earth because it's too hot out. And they'll freeze the cars in place. Yeah. So that they can get the gasoline from them. Yes. So they give rocket fuel to Sweet Tooth? Um, is this the... Yes. Yeah, they give him rocket fuel so he gets bigger. He flies around the planet. Like you do. And freezes the whole thing. Yes. That's how science works, Noah. They then cut to a newscast, and the newscaster's like, uh, our top story, a truck full of rocket fuel has been stolen. Not the fact that it's summer, they, it had been 100 degrees, and now the entire planet is frozen. Yep. Like, the amount of dead elephants 
is insane. This is the only time the vampires have ever been a threat to the planet. And they are like, man, what happened to that rocket fuel? <laughs> yeah. It's not great. Kangaroos just dead. Frost Australia. Frozen in blocks of ice. Yeah, no, they don't address any real effects of anything. No, what happened to rocket fuel? Uh, Van is under a floor mat because apparently they don't have a jacket or blankets in the junkyard. <laughs> because car stuff. Yeah, I guess. Couldn't you have like a car blanket, an emergency kit? Like, aren't you supposed to have like a nope okay. floor mats? And uh, Rev is sleeping on Axel's lap because I think they're trying to lean toward like a ship tease for them. Maybe. After the last episode, or the episode before last? Whatever. <laughs> I don't care enough. Rocket fuel. So, this is very important, though. The stupid ice cream truck has this rocket fuel, which gives it, like, superpowers beyond being a sentient car. And the way they defeat it is the motivators drink some of the... Rocket fuel. Rocket fuel. Which, the only thing that was supposedly separating them from good and evil is that the motivators don't steal fuel. But here they are, stealing fuel! None of this makes sense! Well, they already stole stolen car parts, like... Uh, this this show's bad. Okay. No, 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 no. What? You heard me! I, I really didn't. Episode 8! Uh, <laughs> I hate everything I'm about to say right now. This is the one where the toilet steals the fridge and they infect all the soda with their vampire blood? Yep, that's sentence. That is a sentence. And Nuke gets, like, addicted and wired on vampire blood Red Bull? Yep. And it turns him into a jerk. Yeah, and he's, like, a mat, like, very manic. Yeah. See, he... He drinks some of this spiked soda that is spiked with the blood of Dracula. Yep. And it makes him a great artist. And like in five minutes he paints this car and he's like, done. Later, lug nuts. Which is their big like insult. Yeah. Later, lug nuts. And they're like, what's wrong with Nuke? And then basically we do the same storyline with Rev. Except now it's Nuke that's, like, weirdly hypnotized. And everybody else pieces out. Like, everybody else leaves Nuke for a while, too. Yeah, well, he's being sad and annoying. Yeah, and they don't so want to the deal with So the three of them want to hang out with each other and not deal with the friend that's clearly in need. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. And then they snap him out of it, and then it's fine. Yep. That's what happens. Yep. Episode 9. Yeah, Let's we're, we're get moving through forward this. this. Uh, this is the one with the son of Dracula. Oh! Whose name is Alucart. Alucart. Which is Dracula backwards. Yes. And, and the vampire, excuse me, the motivators name him. Yes. Well, you know that that plays off of yes. Castlevania and yes. Alucard. So... Dracula has a son, and he wants him to kill the motivators, because again, that's his only plan. Yep. Once he kills the motivators, I don't know what he's going to do. 
Nor do I. <laughs> I don't know what his life's going to be like anymore. I don't know what the motivators are standing in the way of. He's just going to... Anyway. Uh, he's like, you're going to kill them because they're bad and I'm your father. And instead, the motivators are like... He's got a soft spot for Grease Spot. <clears throat> this is Grease Spot. He's our dog. Dog? Uh, well, sort of. Good grease. Your grease spot mistakes him for a biohydrant. We're all toast. Hey, oh, thank you. Looks like you made a new friend. Friend? Yeah, you know, someone you hang with. Yeah, have fun together. Fun? Fun, you know, like uh, like playing with grease spot. That's fun. Like fun. Fun, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it. Fun, good. Listen, my guy, I'm Rev. That's Nuke, Axel, and Snap. So, what should we call you? How about Alucard? Alucard? Don't you guys get it? It's his father's name in reverse. We can call him Al. Father want me destroy friends. But we don't want to hurt you, Al. Rev really believes in Al and believes that Al's a good car person. Yeah, he's a good car person. Um, Vampire. The three guys Monster. are a little bit... Alien. The three guys are still, like, suspicious once they find out he's related to Dracula. But Rev really works to redeem him and is like, we're your friends, Al. And then Al dies. He's killed by his father. Yes. For disobeying him. But he dies a good guy. Yes. Cool. So then... <laughs> That's right. Disobey your evil parents and they'll kill you, kids. But then we have like, Rev's like real sad and we're like, I'll, oh my never, God. I'll never forget the value of friendship. And then like a montage should play showing all the good times that they had together. But there are none. So instead they show a montage of all the good times the motivators have had together. And it's just... Outtakes from not just episodes in the past, but upcoming episodes. Because they didn't have enough footage to finish this episode. And it's in slow motion. Invoking, once again, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Any scene without dialogue was continued for slow-mo. We were coming up to eight minutes under. Yeah, so this was not even the final episode filmed or aired. So, like, there was no reason for this greatest hit. Like, this would have made more sense as a season finale. Yeah. And, like, we were watching it, and they show, like, them laughing as they give a gift to, to a, a child, child we've never like, seen. Oh, I bet that's the next episode. Bet we'll see that soon. And what do you know we do? Ah, oh. Like, to me, there is an editor on this show who really cares and he is working his ass off and no one else is helping. And he's like, no, there will be a show and there will be 13 episodes. I don't care where I have to get footage from. I don't care if I have to slow it down. I need this job. And everyone else is just like, eh, we got enough footage. We'll let the animators deal with this. Nah. Yep. I, I mean, I, I don't have an argument <coughs> with you. 
That's my theory. Episode 10. It's Kirby's birthday. We clearly know who Kirby is. He's He was in the flashback from the other episode. He's a weird little, like, ten-year-old who hangs out at the junkyard, who we've never seen but is part of the group. Right. So this is speedrunning Jumping the Shark. Because this is like a very Cousin Oliver character. Yeah. But we're still in the first season and they're introducing, like, a kid teammate. Yeah. Which is usually something they do when the show's getting desperate a couple seasons in. Nope. Nope, they're doing it now. No. And uh, the kid gets kidnapped. And Dracula they... turns his new RC car into a vampire. Yes. To get to, like, an underground fuel line because the little car is small enough. Right. There's actually, yeah, they're actually, he's actually trying to do something. He's actually, like, trying to get fuel in a way that makes sense. Right. So, he kidnaps this kid. We get so many shots of this kid just, like, in the trunk of a car going, Help! No! Let me out! Motivators! Help! Help! Yeah, it's... It's kind of like the episode with Van being in the fire truck, but not interacting with anything. Right. Because they never figured out how to meld those two things convincingly. Um, Dracula has a lot of very uh, creepy dialogue that sounds, for want of a better term, rapey. Or I'll no longer curb my appetite. Guys, get me out of here! Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's... And then at the end, he's... Fine, like, obviously Kirby now knows all of them are car people. Mm-hmm. And he wants to be a car person. No. And they're like, no, also don't tell anyone ever, but you can be an honorary member of our club. Which is such a transparent, like, no, don't tell anybody and also leave. Yeah. And, like, this is the first time I was like, why do they need to keep their identities a secret? Why can't they tell anyone that Dracula is a threat? And I understand that, like, well, maybe no one will believe them. But, you know, maybe establish that. Do they have homes or families? Yeah. Do you, why, why does no one care that their childs are missing the entire night? Almost every night. Almost every night. Because they're in the junkyard with the man from the 60s. Yeah, like there's some serious parental neglect. Yeah. Next episode. (laughs) Next episode is like a retread of six episodes ago. Where it's, Rev doesn't think the guys respect her. Because she's trying to work on a car. And they're doing the obnoxious, like... You know what you're doing wrong. Yeah. You think this heap of yours is actually going to fly, let alone run? Oh, yeah, 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 run. Run down, that is. <laughs> All right, you know what? You guys are just jealous because you know when I pass that magic 16th lap next month, me and my baby are going to leave you in the dust. <laughs> See ya. The only dust you're going to leave around here, Rev, is what's going to settle on top of this four-ton paperweight of yours. <laughs> four-ton paperweight? That's so tragically idiotic, Nuke. <laughs> you are jealous with a capital J. Uh-huh. Yo, Grease Monkey, why are you fixing the fuel line first? What? 
Uh, you're definitely making a mistake here. You know what, Nuke, do not even go there, okay? I know what I'm doing. Okay, I'm telling you, Rev, if you ever expect this uh, heap of yours to put rubber to road, oh, you better, uh... Rev's screwing up again. I think oh, again. Oh, yeah, you know what, that's right, Axel. Put more gas on the fire, your specialty. Girl, please, what are you going to learn? You know, you got to consult with us pros yeah. first, you know? Yeah. No, I know what I'm doing here, lug nuts. Uh, uh, looks like it. Way to show it. <laughs> Get out of my face, treadheads. Oh, someone's running in the red zone. And they're really condescending about it. Mm -hmm. So she's kind of like, screw you. I'll go out on my own. And Listener, predict how this ends. Predict how this episode ends based well, on based on that conflict. All right, we will now continue. So she goes off on her own solo mission against the vampires. Whatever. Uh, turns out she can't do it on her own. Yeah, and she needs the guys. And turns out the guys were right about the thing. Yes, she doesn't know anything. She's a girl. That's the lesson. Yep. <laughs> hate hate this episode. Hate it. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Put the brakes on here. What happened to uh, get wrenched and I don't need no backseat drivers. My nose still remembers a pair of pliers. Listen, Nuke, I'm sorry about the nose job and you were right about the fuel line. I should have listened to you. What? Yeah, and like we'd you already... did this twice? In 13 episodes... They're already jumping the shark in, like, several different... They're repeating episode premises. They introduced a child. Yeah. And, like, I want to point out, like, how cheap this is, because you know how every episode of Power Rangers has the shot of them going, Tyrannosaurus! And, like, it's morphin' time. And they just reuse that footage. In this, it's them running into their cars, their fingers turning into keys... Them saying mission, mission ignition. ignition, and then like a shot of going through like a motor, and then close ups of their eyes, and then car people. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I don't have a good rebuttal to that. That's that's what it looks like. It's at least four minutes long. Yep, every episode of this 22 minute show. Yep. Yeah, there's only about maybe 17, 16 or 17 minutes of new footage per episode. That sounds about right. Um, so the next one is they reanimate a fossil of a T-Rex. Yes. Which... Ambula thinks she did a good job and, like, gives Tracula a gift of a T-Rex. Of a T-Rex. It... I don't... Like, I guess they're trying to play off the idea of, like, dinosaurs became gasoline. Yeah. But they just fight a tear, and this feels so like Beast Wars, Transformers play. Like, let's throw in a dinosaur toy. Like, this is them trying to get merchandise. Yes. And uh, this is the requisite heroes and villains team up episode. Yes, because it's too the dinosaur's too crazy. It's too crazy, and they have to team up to destroy it. And. The, the motivators actually say, like, Trek, you could join us. Like, we could be bros. Just give up your evil ways. And Dracula's like, never. It's like, all you really needed to say was, like, you can buy gasoline. 
Like you could just buy it and have it, and then just I don't know, spend your time like whittling coffee tables. I and mean, you could sell those. I'm not even like. There's not a lot of jobs for a Dracula. I well, agree, but but like you could just do an arena show where you're like, I'm a truck who does stuff. Yeah, be a truckosaurus. Yeah, and like sell tickets. And that would be enough for gas. That would be a better show. Yeah. <laughs> what a cool show. It's like, yeah, it turns out Truckosaurus is actually a, a living creature that we have to feed gasoline or it'll rain terror down upon us. Yeah, like, you know. Better show. It's the plot of Dumbo, but with Truckosaurus. There's a great baby mind number where Dracula cries. Why? See, you immediately enslaved Truckosaurus. <laughs> I was more of like, we do yeah. this show so Truckosaurus doesn't kill all of us. No, no, it becomes a triumph of the Truckosaurus spirit of like, he's enslaved, but he becomes free and then he runs his own show and he's happy. And he flies. They all can fly. It's easier to animate them when there's no background. I need to point out, I'm getting over a cold and I'm exhausted. Uh, and it's showing in this part of the episode. I'm exhausted too, but my hatred towards everything that happened in this show is just sustaining me. We are going to stop recording and I'm going to pass out on the floor. Episode 13. Yay! <laughs> so, this is the episode in which... Uh, they develop a machine. The toilet, I think, develops a machine that turns uh, organic matter into gasoline, which is how gasoline is made, but it, like, speeds up, speeds the, process up the process by, like, a lot, a lot. Yes. Now... Cardaver does this. Cardaver does this. Now, the idea that we're supposed to be horrified with is they're going to take humans. Yes. And they're going to throw them in here. And once they're in there, they're going to become gasoline. There's going to be mass genocide, and that's terrible. Yep. But, like, if it's organic material, that would include, like, grass? Yeah. Like, orange peels? Yeah, compost. Compost? Is, you could just compost. Yeah, compost. He just saved the world! Yeah, this is, like, Cardaver... <laughs> he made a gas machine! Cardaver, like, did a good... Yeah! Suck it, Elon Musk! Yeah, like, you know, you could just use food waste... Yeah. And be like, use your organic compost and make yeah. fuel and then cool. Yeah, fuck ethanol. We don't we'll take everything. Yeah, like not just corn. It's like, oh, we don't need dependence on foreign oil anymore. Yeah, we we'll just save the world. Well, the motivators can't let this machine exist. And is this the one where they're also attacked by motorcycles? I think so. Because there's a, a, a line in this where, like, they're being attacked by motorcycles, and then the motorcycles, like, get away, and they're going to do something terrible. And they say something like, if we don't catch uh, these motorcycles, the world is doomed. And I was just like, why? What are they, really, what are they going to do? It's going to end the world. So they destroy the machine. <laughs> yep. And then uh, they make Sunrise Salvage. We finally learn what the junkyard's called. Sunrise Salvage. Oh, it's another joke. And the V is lit up. Again, I really think that they were going to call the kids the vampires at first. Because their symbol is the peace sign and the V in Sunrise Salvage is lit up. 
Like, I feel like there was an executive who's like, you can't call the good guys the vampires. I, I understand why, but they do show that in every episode. I understand why you didn't sink in, because everything in this show is hard to look at. But that happens in every episode. Did you see that sign? Yeah, maybe this is the first time I just wrote it down. <laughs> well, you weren't just overcome by the ugliness that is happening. This show is so objectively hard to look at. Yeah, it's it's not... Like, no one's cute. The character designs are terrible. Like, there's parts where it's just kind of shapes on screen. You're like, I don't know what's happening. And, like, even the live action parts, the lighting is best described as Joel Schumacher had a bad day on the Batman and Robin set. Yeah. <laughs> Like, his lighting designer, after being fired from that film, went to go work on this children's TV show. Yeah. The timeline adds up. Yeah. Yeah, because Batman and Robin came out in June 1997. That lighting designer probably couldn't find work. Yeah. After that movie's release and then had to go do the syndicated TV show, which I assume they filmed in a week. Yes. Let's just assume all of that information is correct. So then they make Sunrise Salvage a Garden, and the entire series ends on a... What looks like a stock footage clip of a growing flower. Yes. Thus showing how easy it is to create organic organic material. My last note for this series is simply, what the shit? Is that vampires? Uh, To this day, nobody knows who played Van Helsing. Like, even... Carmen Van Morrison doesn't know. Uh, I know that the girl who plays Rev is on Instagram. I'm going to need you to reach out to her and tell her she has to be on our show. She actually has, um, she has a lot of TV appearances to her name, including some uh, recurring roles. She played Rena on The West Wing. She's been in a lot of other, uh, she's been in a lot. Yeah, I know. She's a working actress. I mean, her known for... She was uh, Angelica in Six Feet Under, which might be her best known role. But she, I mean, she she's working, which is, you know, more than a lot of actors that we well, cover. She should come talk to us about vampires. Yeah, I'll, I'll reach out to her on Instagram. I'm sure she'll be super delighted yeah. to discuss this show. I'm sure that's the part of her life she's most willing to discuss yeah you know what i'm gonna do it because i I just want to see if like she knows the actor who plays van helsing yeah that would be key information we could break a story wide open here i mean the guy from garth morangi got back to me who knows yeah anything can happen um yeah wow they sell dvds of these uh episodes so that's great like not as a collection you have to buy individual oh god were there toys? Because this was clearly meant to be toys. I look. That's why I pulled up eBay to look for toys, and there does not appear to be anything. Because I don't think the show was successful enough. Because a big thing about uh, how these shows worked was they usually didn't make toys until the show like got a second season, because they didn't want to sink a ton of money into. Mer- that won't sell. Yeah, yeah, toy design is expensive. That's a very common thing for a an action figure for a film. Mm-hmm. Is that the designs can change. These things have to be done so far in advance 
that's why there are merch uh, shortages when something is unexpectedly very popular. Uh, Disney's Frozen overperformed. Right. So that's why for six months solid, uh, if you wanted an Elsa doll, you were getting into a fight at the Disney store with a Karen. Yeah. And, like, I remember Power Rangers fever uh, from when we were children. They could not keep Power Rangers in stores. Yes. I want the white one. Like, even before the white one, they just, like, second season era, before Mm -hmm. Tommy was even, like, around. Right. They just couldn't keep stuff in stock. Right. So they were putting out, like, quick, cheap things, like coloring books Mm -hmm. and uh, stuff like that because... It was cheaper, and, yeah. It was cheaper and faster to create those than uh, action figures, which required articulation and new molds and designs. Yeah, I remember the first uh, action figures were like almost like micro machines. Yes, like they were tiny statues. I they were, I owned all of those. Yeah, yeah, the like two to three inch tall PVC figures that were static and didn't move. Uh, I collected those as a kid for anything. Uh, if you look straight ahead of you, Noah. Yes. Uh, you see a bunch of those kinds of figures right. from my childhood collection. Yes. So, like, I've collected those since I was a kid, more than I had the articulated figures, because it was a lot easier to get your mom to buy you the 2 or $3 unarticulated figures. Yeah. And whatever, I'd make it work. Yeah, I have an imagination. Yeah, that's why I had, like, there's a box in my parents' basement that must have hundreds of them. We'll look through it one day. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say about this here show? There's a box of Happy Meal toys in my car that we can go through, too. Anything you want to talk about the show? I really don't want to talk about the show anymore. I'd rather talk about the Happy Meal toys in my car. Alright, so I'm going to say this real quick. Uh, one line that we forgot in the first episode is... Did you see that? We gotta stop them! You don't mean us, we, do you? I don't see any other mutant, teenage, auto-cyborg, power-morphin' thingamajig speeding around up here, do you? Come on! Like, oh, that was subtle. And two, I feel like a big thing of 80s kid shows was, look at this cool thing. Transformers, whoa, look how cool they are. G.I. Joes, whoa, look how cool they are. He-Man, whoa, he's so cool. In the 90s, it kind of became this, like, just some average kid one day became the Power Rangers. And this idea of it could be you. And I feel like that's the main crux here of what they were trying to do with vampires. Is it's Transformers. Because kids love trucks. Yep. And you know boys love cars and trucks and stuff like that. But instead of it being like, wow, those trucks that turn into robots are cool. It's, I could be the superhero truck. I could be a motivator. And I understand, like, why you would think this show would work. Yep. Like, boys love trucks. Superhero trucks. Cool. This will print money. There is nothing redeeming about this show. I got an update on merch. Uh, They apparently... Had Galoob had in development a flying car for the show, but it never got made because the show didn't work. That makes sense. So they were actually really trying to make 
these they wanted to make this a what would be called toyetic okay. series and uh this feels almost very 80s we're like it's to sell toys and nothing else that's why we have so many one-shot characters like mm-hmm. muffler monster uh unfortunately the designs are just objectively ugly yeah like it seems to be following that power rangers model of like main bad guy main good guys new created monster that they get thrown at. Yeah, it should have followed the Power Rangers model of stealing footage from a Japanese TV show where they actually cared. Well, instead of a Japanese TV show, they just had some computer animation. Yeah. Uh, They should have done that other one. Yeah. Because that's why shows like Power Rangers and VR Troopers worked better. Yeah. Because this is ugly. It's ugly. It's nearly unwatchable. Uh, you'll find yourself just spacing out. Yeah, it's hard to follow, and, like, there's not enough substance there. Because, like, there's episodes where I watched, and, like, I gave you all the details, but there's nothing really else there to make me, like, care about these characters. Yeah, like, there's just nothing good. Like, there, like... The characters don't even have the most basic of traits. Because if you think of, like, the Sailor Scouts. Name a trait from a Sailor Scout. Any Uh, Sailor Scout. I I didn't watch Sailor Moon. Well, you have the blue one is the smart one. The green one's athletic. The red one's a hothead. The orange one is famous. Okay. (laughs) And Sailor Moon is the leader and has more character traits. Power Rangers. Everybody had a trait. Gargoyle gargoyles despite being monsters everybody had a trait yeah nobody has a defining trait outside of rev is girl yeah beyond that there's really nothing yeah this show is terrible so what's the verdict stay tuned what stay doomed stay doomed and like because i can see this being like power like i could totally see them doing the thing where like they get a new motivator or someone leaves the show and they get replaced and all that stuff. I can see them doing all of it. But there's nothing good about this. There's not like the design it's not doesn't look good, doesn't sound good, it's not entertaining. Like this might be the worst show we've watched. So what you're saying is the show needs a tune up? No. I'm saying that this show <laughs> needs to be junked. <laughs> there's no fixing it. It just needs to go away. This is sell, a, sell it for scrap. This is a hard stay doomed. Like, I like Ooh. I don't even think the game over rule could save this. Like, I don't think there's... The show doesn't even have, like, good bones. No. As they would say in, like, housing. There's, like, there's no nothing that they can keep in this show. No. it's It deserves Ugh. to be as forgotten as it is. Yep. Thanks, Kate! Yeah, sorry, Kate. What are we watching next week? Uh, So next week, we're watching uh, the little-known follow-up to a beloved children's show. Uh, Clarissa Explains It All had a follow-up called Clarissa Now, which followed Clarissa as a young adult. That sounds pretty good, and that's available on YouTube. Links are available below. Where can people find us? People can find us at the Stay Doomed Show at gmail.com or on Facebook and Twitter at Stay Doomed. And what if people wanted to see us live? Uh, you can see us this weekend in Atlantic City, New Jersey at J1Con. And uh, 
Is that the only one we can announce? Can we announce any 2020 dates yet? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so so we we have some irons in the fire. We have yes. some tire irons in the fire. Stop. For 2020 that we will announce as soon as we can. And uh, if you want to talk to me about literally anything else, I'm at TV's Noah. If you want to go through the box of Happy Meal toys sitting in my car, I'm at Priorities. Until next time, stay doomed. <laughs>